Hey there, this is Nicole Crone. I'm a big lover of mindset, energy, especially the energetics of business, entrepreneurship, women changing their money stories, and elevating their wealth consciousness. I'm a small town girl who thought she wanted to be a teacher, did that for a few years, and realized I wanted and I could have so much more. I co-created My Line Purpose with my biz bestie Kayla, and together we have supported hundreds and hundreds of women to raise their money ceiling, earn more, exit their nine to fives, become confident queens, build businesses they love, and along the way, we've made incredible friendships within our community. In our 12-month Platinum Experience program, we teach the formula to build a six or multiple six-figure business that you actually enjoy working in. Since we've both been in the nine to five world, we know how scary the leap can be. And we're here to link arms with you and show you what's possible and how it's done. Whether it's money, marketing, hiring and firing, sales, community, and mindset, these are topics we'll cover. The entrepreneurial seasons are gonna have their ups and downs and you don't have to go at it alone. Think of these episodes as a glance into what we do inside of these programs. I love to share our wins, celebrations, insights, ahas, what I would do's, and so much more. My goal with this podcast is to support those of you who are seeking something else in your career. Those of you who have gotten on the roller coaster I call entrepreneurship, and those of you who just love to hear what it's like to be inside of our world. I'm here to encourage you, inspire you, and to offer my truth and wisdom. This is going to come through with my East Coast accent mixed with my global business mind. Thanks for being here and don't be a stranger. Come say hi over on Instagram or in our email inbox and let us know what you needed to hear today or what you'd love to have on the show. Now let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of TGIM. Thank goodness it's Monday. I am your host, Nicole Crone. And today we are diving into such a fun episode. I'm combining my love of the seven spiritual laws. You might know them by Deepak Chopra. And he has, he's got a book all about it. He talks a lot about the seven spiritual laws of success. And I'm doing a little blend of how I see the seven spiritual laws of success combining with us having online businesses, because that's what we do here at My Line Purpose. We coach and mentor women to grow and expand an online business. And we have, you might have seen that we have women who have in-person businesses, such as their doctors, their naturopaths, their massage therapists, their acupuncturists, their product-based businesses, they sell clothing, they sell tea, they sell candles. So we support women who have in-person and tangible products to do the online component of their business, as well as everybody who has service-based businesses that are online. Having an online business means that you can work parts or all of your business from the internet, from your computer. It means that you do online marketing. It means that you have operations that are done online. It means that you can find new clients and customers online. I really believe that every business has online components. And if you don't get with the times, it's 2023, everyone's on the internet. So there's lots of opportunity and potential here. And this is what we help women with is how can you have an online business or a component of an online presence to your already current business model? But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm just here to say that if you're interested in that, that's what we do. And I'm combining our love of that with the seven spiritual laws. So welcome, welcome. I'm super excited to have you here where I'm going to do this intersection of spirituality and business. And thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for still sticking around. It's December. I know it's the holidays and things are getting crazy 
people have so many parties and events and things to go to with their children and Christmas concerts and all of the things happening. And so if you're listening to this at some point throughout the day, the month, then I'm glad that you're making the time and prioritizing a little bit of learning in your ear today. Now, Deepak Chopra is awesome. If you don't know who he is, go YouTube him, go watch some of his videos, read his books. He's got the Chopra. I don't know if it's Chopra or Chopra. I always say Chopra. He's got the Chopra Center, really, really into spirituality. And these in, these principles that have been inspired by T, Deepak Chopra, they're powerful guides that can really transform the way that we approach all of our online businesses and ventures. And that's what I want to get into today. So the very first law that is discussed is the law of pure potentiality. This first law reminds us that at the core of every business, so remember here, I'm tying this into online business. This first law reminds us that at the core of every business, there lies pure potential. It's about tapping into that infinite potential and the possibilities that the digital space has to offer us. So if we look at taking a moment each and every day to connect with our inner self through meditation and through mindfulness and through those practices that we have, and then how can we take that connection that we've built with ourselves and we get really excited about like that spiritual side of it and knowing our own pure potentiality, then we can take that into the online space at whatever point in the day. I don't suggest doing it first thing in the morning, but when you slowly make your way to Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, your email, all of it, take that pure potential you did in your own spiritual practice in the morning and then help it help you connect with innovation and creativity and other people in your online business. So when we talk about the spiritual law of pure potentiality, we talk about finding unlimited untapped potentials within ourselves and within our life. And because I believe that we like our business is an extension or our brand, I should say, is an extension of who we are. When you take the time to do these spiritual introspective practices for yourself, you, the business owner, are also going to be able to tap into that, into that pure potential, into that spiritual connection, into that deeper understanding of yourself and the type of business that you want to operate. It's all connected. So when you do this for you, you do this for your business. And when you do this for you and your business, you do this for your clients. And when we all do this for one another, then we're doing this for the world and we can see a greater shift in how people are treating people like other human beings and not just numbers and not just buyers. You can come into your business from a spiritual grounded place. And that's certainly how I want to approach our business. I want to be so in tune and connected to myself and with my spiritual connection that our clients feel that, that they know I see them, I hear them, I'm listening to them because I'm, I'm tuned in, I'm turned on and tapped in, whatever Abraham says, all those things. That is what I'm aiming for. And that's that's what I'm striving for. And you can take that with the law of pure potentiality and you can do that within your business as well. So the second law is the law of giving and receiving. And I think in the online space, the more that you give, the more you do receive. But we have seen this over and over and over again. Our business, sure, we could be taking home more profit than we do because we have great revenue and we do have great profit, but we are such givers in my line purpose. We have gifted people anything and everything from something as small as a coffee to 
gift cards to their favorite restaurants, to outfits at Lululemon, to entire days at spas, to nights at resorts, to cash money in the bank, to gold necklaces with their words of the year on it, to mugs, books, you candles, sweaters. We give, 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 give because A, it feels good. <laughs> And B, that's how we like to treat our marketing is by giving to our people. We know that when our people feel seen and they feel heard and they feel felt and they receive that, that's just karma. It's going to go around. More people are going to want to feel that way. And then more people are going to be curious about working with us. It's truly law. The more you give, the more you receive. We have received the most amazing connections to people, the most amazing clients, the most amazing opportunities. So it's not just about the products or services. It's about the energy that you are putting out into that online space. When you share valuable content, when that is you giving, when you support your community, whatever that might be, if you show up, if you offer more calls, if you give a freebie, you give value in a video. When you do that, watch how re reciprocity flows back to you. Watch how you feel that come back to you. That is law. The law of giving and receiving is really the heartbeat, I like to think, of our business, of our online business. And it can be and should be of yours as well. The more that you give, the more you will receive and having that deep trust and that deep knowing. And this doesn't mean overgiving, and this doesn't mean giving everything away for free, and this doesn't mean not having boundaries. This means being intentional about what you give and then being open to receiving. That's how the, I see this law applying in our online businesses. Okay, this is one of my favorites. The third law is the law of karma, AKA cause and effect. And in the online business universe space here, we know that every single action has a reaction. So we can be mindful of the energy that we're putting out there. If you want positive results in your business, ensure that your actions are aligning with positive intentions. If you want positive results, meaning you want aligned clients, you want X amount of dollars in your bank account, you want so much publicity, you want opportunities, you've got to make sure that if you want those things, the actions that you're doing to get those things are actions that are aligned with positive intentions. Because what speaks louder than our words, I talked about this on last week's episode, what speaks louder than our words is our vibration. So whether you are engaging with your audience or you are crafting up your next month's marketing strategies, or you're making business decisions, remember that the energy that you invest is always going to come back to you. It always does. It's law. I feel like Abraham right now. And it's law. It's just law. I don't, there's no other way to explain it. It is law. Okay. Maybe I could say that one more time. <laughs> The fourth law is the law of least effort. Ooh, love this for us and for all the projectors in the house. Okay, listen up. This is for, I say projectors in the house. I'm not saying that projectors want to put in less effort than generators. I'm saying that projectors know how to do things by putting less effort in than generators. Generators, I kind of feel like we're go, 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 go. And we're going to exhaust all of our efforts to try and figure something out. I kind of think projectors know how to do that better than us generators. So I see you and I see that this law might be aligned for you. Okay. So imagine that we're looking at this fast paced world of online entrepreneurship and we take the law of least effort. It's a game changer. 
It is an absolute game changer. It is not about being lazy. It's about being efficient. It's about finding the path of least resistance. It's about focusing on activities that are aligning with our strengths and delegating when necessary and allowing the flow of the natural rhythm of our business to happen. That's how I see the law of least effort playing out in the online business space. It's not a hamster in a wheel. It's not go, 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 go. And it's not lazy and it's not sit around and meditate and hope that everything comes to you. It's about efficiency. And this is what we love about at my line purpose we learned very early on in our business that a scalable business is a business that has systems that businesses that go from six figures to seven figures get there because of systems that systems will actually set you free that if you want more time location and financial freedom in your life and in your business they happen from systems so we very early on adapted this mindset that we are a systems run business and that we support women to start, grow and expand their online businesses with mindset and systems. And shout out to Kayla, who is our systems queen. So grateful for everything that she offers and having systems built into your business creates efficiency. It creates finding the path of least resistance. It creates optimization. It creates evergreen capabilities, meaning things can be done once and then repeated over and over. So whether you're a projector or a reflector or a generator or a manifester, or you don't have a clue what I'm talking about because you don't know human design, all of that's okay. It actually doesn't matter how we're wired. If we do the right system adapting, I want to say, in our businesses, you figure out what system will get you further and faster and more efficiently, you are going to be able to follow the law of least effort. So I actually think it's not really a human thing. I think it's a system thing. And so it's not actually about who can you find to do the work? It's like, how can you find a system to do the work? And when a system is put in place to make things go more smoothly, we don't have to spend as much time. We don't have to exhaust as much effort. And we're actually not lazy either. We're, we, we've done the work to put the systems in place. So that's what I'm going to say about all of that the law of least effort. I know so many people would love to take that on. Go try it out. If you're like, wow, I've literally been running and trying and go, 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 go for years and years and years. And it's not really working out for me. You could try doing less. You could try doing things on the path of least resistance. You could try putting some systems into your business and seeing how that works out for you. Okay. We've got seven laws. We're moving on to the fifth one, which is the law of intention and desire. Ooh, I just love the sound of that. Now we're going to apply this to online business. What I need you to know is that your intentions shape your reality. That is just how it goes. Think about that. When you are intentional about doing something, the reality that you receive has been formed because of how intentional you've been about thinking about the thing or feeling about the thing. And then your reality comes from what you think on repeat creates your beliefs and then your beliefs create your actions and your actions create your reality. We want to be intentional. We can be intentional about so many things. We can be intentional about how we wake up, and how we go to sleep and how we are on our phones and how we chew our food. We can be intentional about the words that we speak and the actions that we take. There are many, many opportunities throughout your day to be intentional, meaning to set intention, to be mindful, to think ahead about how you would like to feel when you do the thing. 
So knowing that our intentions shape our reality, then we can clearly define our goals and our desires for our online businesses. Being intentional with our business decisions. So we align our actions with the intentions that we have for our business. And then we're going to sit back and watch how the universe is going to going to conspire to make them all a reality. And intentionality is the compass that is going to guide your business. I promise to you that maybe I need to do a masterclass on that. Intentionality is the compass that guides your business. It is so true. I cannot tell you how everything and anything that I've been responsible for creating in my line purpose has been created with intention. I, I'm a very deep thinker. I'm incredibly articulate inside of my own mind about how I want to say things and how I want people to feel. And the word is intentional. I'm deeply intentional about what I bring to this business. And that is the compass. And you can use that too. You can allow your intention for how you want to feel and your clients to feel and customers and viewers and listeners and everything. However, people are finding you and working with you and coming into your vortex, you can be intentional about how they feel. You can't be responsible for how they feel and you shouldn't have expectation for how they feel, but you can be intentional about how you would like them to feel. And the intention is always going to back what you do next. If it is the compass, if it's what you look at, how you want to intentionally feel before you do something, you'll notice everything start to change. So that's how I would apply the law of intention and desire to our business is be intentional about decisions, be intentional about goals and get really clear and define those goals for your business and then start to align all your actions with that. And you can ask yourself in every moment, is this action in alignment with the intention that I set? Yes or no? You're going to know the answer. Nobody else is. It's going to be up to you. So take responsibility for yourself and your business and start asking yourself more questions, coaching yourself, be self-led. We can all do that. We can all in every single moment say, you know what? I'm going to ask myself some questions. I'm going to be really fucking honest with how I've been showing up in my business because nobody else can be as honest with you as you can be with you about what you've been doing or not been doing to build this business. And I'm saying business, I'm not talking about relationships or your health or anything else because I'm a business coach and I want to see women feel really successful in their life from the business that they're building so that they can do more of what they love, which if you're like me, it's hang out with your dogs and drink coffee and read books and go to the spa. So like, let's all do more of that. And that's why I'm so passionate about all of this. Okay. Now I digress. The law of detachment. I love this. I kind of think I was born with this. I feel this in so many things in my life. I'm not perfect at it. But I do feel like this comes so much easier for me than others that I've met throughout my lifetime. And maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just wired this way. If you need help with this, let's talk. I can help you see things through another perspective. But in the seven spiritual laws of success, the law of detachment is about being detached. And I want to talk about applying this to your business. So in the online space, it is very easy to get attached. We can get attached to outcomes to metrics, to numbers, to success markers, to data, all of those sorts of things. Raise your hand. I can't see you, but wherever you're listening to this from, raise your hand if you've been like, yep, I've definitely been attached to the outcome of how this will go. I've been there for sure. 
However, the law of detachment would encourage us to release our grip and trust the process. And I think when I think about why I've been easily able to detach from a lot of things in my life, and I say things because I'm not much of a keepsake holder. I'm not very like sentimental in keeping cards or holding on to trinkets or things from when I was a kid, because at the end of the day, I know that those only have as much meaning as I give them. And I don't need physical things to give me meaning or give me feeling. I can access that from within. And I know that that's kind of like an elusive thing to grab onto. And I'm not saying if you collect trinkets or you're sentimental that you are not detached or that you aren't following this or that you're bad or wrong or whatever. I'm just saying that's how I am. I've never been one to really be sentimental. And I'm very sensitive and I'm very emotional. I'm very connected, but I'm not sentimental to physical objects. I feel attached to people I love and places I've been and experiences that I've had, but not physical things. And in saying that I've been attached to people, places, and experiences, I can also understand how I actually have no control over anyone else over any other thing outside of how I feel. So knowing that truth allows me to detach a lot easier. And I think when those of you who are listening to this and you're like, huh, I've been trying to hold the grip a little too tight or hold on to the outcome of how my marriage is going to be, or my children are going to be, or what my grades are going to be, or how my business is going to be. When you can be honest with yourself and know that you've never actually been in control fully of anything that's happened in your life, we can be incredible co-creators and we can set intentions and we can be master manifestors. But at the end of the day, it's all unfolding as it's supposed to. And so when you can have that deeper trust and say, okay, I would rather trust that it's all going to work out than feel this kind of like ick feeling of holding on and hoping that it will, one definitely feels better than the other. And we're all about following the good feeling around here. So can you see if you can stay committed to your goals, but be flexible in your approach? I want you to allow some room for unexpected opportunities to unfold. This is where the magic happens. When you set a goal, when you're intentional, when you can vision cast, when you've got some strategy laid out, and then you can also say, and hey, universe, I'm open to some miracles. Hey, universe, if you want to throw in a surprise for me today, a feel-good surprise, I'm open to that. How many of you are doing that? How many of you are like waking up every day and saying, universe, God, source, creator, whatever, mother nature, angels, spirit guides, all the things we've got to believe in something. You have to believe there's some sort of bigger power. So pick yours. But how many of you are waking up and saying, oh, you know what? I'd love a miracle today. And remember, it's not necessarily the words that you're saying. It's the vibration behind the asking. If we're like, oh, I really need a miracle today. And then right away you're doubting it and you're like, but I can't see how that's going to happen. Then guess what? You're not going to see a miracle today. A miracle could be right in front of you, but you're not open to receiving it. Or we could say with vibrational alignment and a high frequency and back it with gratitude and appreciation and trust. Hey, universe. I'd love a fucking miracle today. And then I want to go tell everybody about how magical this day unfolded because we're all master manifestors. And I want to tell everybody else to ask the universe for a miracle too. See how much different those two feel? I hope 
if you're listening to this, that you're smiling right now. I hope you're like, yes, I am going to ask for a miracle right now. Press pause, girlfriend, go ask for your miracle and then come back. Because now that you're back, we're here at the seventh law and it is the law of Dharma. Now, when I did my yoga teacher training, we learned all about Dharma and karma and so many different terms and terminology that I never heard in my life until I did my yoga teacher training, which I did in 2012. And it was truly one of the best things I've ever done for my self-development, personal development. I highly recommend actually everybody do yoga teacher training, 200 hours, the basic level training once in your life, even if you never want to teach yoga or you don't want to practice yoga in a yoga studio, and maybe you don't even want to do an you will want to do a solo yoga practice after you do yoga teacher training. But right now, even if you're like, I've never done yoga day in my life, why would I go do that? Go do it for the self-development. It will rock your world, how much you will learn about yourself, your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, energy, all of it. So in my yoga teacher training, we talked about the law of Dharma, which is AKA known as your purpose in life. Ultimately, your online business should align with your life's purpose. Now, I want you to hear me out a little bit here. We have shared videos of this woman. I hope somebody shares this episode with her. I really, whatever your name is, I can't remember her name, but there's this woman on the internet who crochets penis socks. Are they socks? No, they're penis pillows penis pillows. They're pillows in the shape of a penis and they're life size. They're like the size of me. Well, maybe taller than me because I'm only five foot two. And this woman has, she's gone quite viral as she should. Her business is quite amazing. Now, are we saying that this particular woman's life purpose is to be crocheting penis pillows? Maybe not, but you know what her life purpose might be to make beautiful creations with her hands, to light people up with some humor, to make lots of money, to be able to provide her family with the things they might not be able to do if she wasn't doing her business. Like when I say ultimately your online business should align with your life's purpose, you want to be a little bit clear about what is your life purpose. Because if your life's purpose is to be constantly traveling around the globe and meeting new people, and you're building out a business that doesn't allow you to travel or do that, there's a misalignment. Now, your purpose can always change. So your life's purpose may be different now than it was five years ago. I don't believe that we have one life purpose and I don't believe that we have it forever. I believe that as we grow and evolve, because naturally we evolve, that's just how things on the planet work. As we evolve, our purpose evolves and then our work evolves. But at any given moment, you know what makes you feel purposeful. And if you're building a business, we have the time and space and opportunity to make that business be in alignment with the same thing that we feel is purposeful in our life. That just makes sense. So the law of Dharma is going to urge you and me and all of us to discover and then fulfill our unique calling. And I say unique because if you are thinking, well, her purpose looks easy for her. So maybe I'll take that. I'll try that one on because it looks like she's doing it pretty good. It won't fucking work. You have to do the thing that is your unique calling. If somebody had have told me when I was younger, I mean, I've always loved to talk. I want to be a celebrity. So like that I would have this podcast. Yeah, sure. I would probably believe that and be super hyped about it. But like, that I would 
be able to be so myself and be so into the woo and be so into all things like plant medicine and dogs and coffee and travel and spas and get to have a business from it because that is uniquely me who I am. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I could have believed you that this, it can be this way, but it's because I'm not trying to be anybody else. I am so me. If you know me, I am me. And if you know me in my line purpose, I'm still me. So when your business is an expression of who you really are as your truest self, let your freak flag fly, your success is going to become a natural outflow. It just is. Now, I, for many years, worked with my friend Dave in his company called Inspirational Book Writers, and I wrote my book with them. And so if you're looking to have a book published, check them out, Inspirational Book Writers, Dave Thompson. But I remember one of the first times after I wrote my book and I started working with them as a coach for people who are writing their books, one of the things that I admire most about Dave and that I think everybody admires about Dave is his ability to attract people who then feel like they can be th so themselves. His ability to say, you want to write a book and you want to write your book on whatever. I've, I've seen people write stuff about the craziest shit from knowing Dave and being inside of his community. Like things that I didn't even know people were talking about or that was a thing, but he attracts those people who are like, oh, I've got a story to tell and you're going to allow me to publish it. And those people have incredible, crazy, wild success because they're just so themselves. So you just wanna be the truest expression. You want to express your truest self. Your success will come naturally because of that. All right, so here's my closing thoughts on all of this is that, I want you to know that you can, and I don't want to say should, but I'm going to, you can and should always be blending your spiritual practice within your business. The more that you are connected to who you really are, why you're here, what's the purpose of all of this to the business that you're doing, how it helps others, why it's here, why you're doing it. The more that you connect with that, the better and better and better you're going to feel. Follow, talk about follow the feeling. So embrace these spiritual laws that we talked about, add them into your business and watch how your business becomes this like open channel for abundance and fulfillment. You're going to see the positive impact that you're making. You're going to feel it and you're going to come back to this episode and be like, wow, I am hitting all those spiritual laws and I feel so damn good. So thank you for being a part of the listenership here. I'm so appreciative as always. If you've not left a rating or review yet, I would so appreciate that. Share this to your stories, tag a friend, pass it along. If you're like, I've never heard of the seven spiritual laws of success before, maybe you share this with somebody that you think they might not have heard about it, or you've never thought about it in a way where you could combine them with business, then I, that is the greatest gift and compliment to me is sharing this work. So I would really, really be grateful for that. Thank you, everybody. And I'll be back next week with another episode of TGIM. Thank goodness it's Monday.